Okay, we're live. Who's the biggest villain in software? <laughs> the biggest game developer uh, villain. Oh, man. Because I've been to taking notes. It... I have Activision Blizzard, EA, mm-hmm. um, and Bethesda, I think, are the big ones. I would put Bethesda at the bottom of the poll right now. But I want to put... Oh, man, that's tough. But Activision, I'm going to say, is the more dangerous one for sure. Um, I was looking up a little bit about uh, Activision Blizzard just to see, like, I was like, when did Activision take over Blizzard, right? It's about 10 years. Yeah, it's, and it's funny right? that you bring up 10 years because w- when you look it up, I ended up finding, like, an old StarCraft thread, like the first StarCraft, <laughs> right? And you go back to it, and they talk about, like, Bobby Kotick, who's, like, the CEO, right? And that guy makes, like... 10 to 30 million dollars like a year off of that place and it's just gross right but um 10 years ago he was quoted saying like he wants to milk he hates gamers he wants to milk all gamers out of all of their cash and he wished like call of duty 10 years ago was a subscription-based service and then you look at things now and you're like oh this guy's not good for the industry it's funny because yeah like it's just so much has been going on and like we haven't chatted in a year so i thought it'd be good timing to bring you back and it's just like it seems like it keeps going and going and going right and it's so funny because it all kind of started i think with now with people kind of getting outraged even the casual people was with Fortnite because just the amount of money the kids were pumping into it right and i just looked it up and it in 20 18 Fortnite made 2.4 billion dollars holy shit <laughs> off microtransactions but like theirs aren't cheap though right because even like mm-hmm. a dance was five bucks and an outfit would be like 20 25 mm-hmm. like v bucks aren't cheap on that game but i think that's when kind of like everyone kind of noticed the microtransactions because before like if we had a game on your phone or whatever you'd like sure i'll spend a buck to like speed shit up right mm-hmm. but now it seems like all these companies like ea to me was the biggest villain of it um, with what was it Battlefront yeah yeah that's one of them for sure and it's just and now Blizzard with everything right <clears throat> like it seems like they're trying to make more money off all these little transactions instead of like quality games mm-hmm. Um, yeah uh, for Fortnite I actually didn't really I didn't think a lot of Fortnite but like I actually bought the Save the World edition right off the bat because I'm not really into the whole like battle royale stuff. Like it's I'm more of a story a driven like game yeah. player, I guess. Right? Like if there's nothing to it, all battle royales are just like, hey, we're gonna make one map, we're gonna throw you into the same map every time, and you just do the same thing over and over again. Like, nah, not really my thing. But um, if you buy that version, I'm not sure if you can do it uh, via the multiplayer battle royale, but you can actually earn V bucks. Yeah, and there's people that buy the what is it called? Save the world. And the Save the World <clears throat> is the story version of it, and that costs twenty dollars. There's a couple yeah. different versions, and that's actually something I disapprove of. Like, if you're gonna release a game, release like the game, because the really they're just like cutting it off into like different sections it's like if you want the whole game it's gonna cost you like you know 80 bucks for the super collector's edition where yeah. you should just pay the whatever 60 bucks is probably what most AAA games cost nowadays if you pay 60 bucks you should get the whole game and that should be that um do you feel that way about charging for like dlcs as time goes on if the dlc isn't already made i'm all right with like paying a bit more for it like later on right so like let's say uh you get a game it's been out for a while like six months later they make more content and then they actually put it out yeah that's fine day one dlc 
Oh, that makes me so mad. It's like unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's. Boring. Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that light was that bright. Oh, it's all um, good. Like, yeah, um, just uh, day one DLC is really content they made that they just cut apart and they're charging it extra for it because they know they can and people are paying for it. And we've been around for a while, right? Me and you. Like, we know that. Back in the day, you pay like 20, 30 bucks at the most, 40 bucks at the most for a game, you get everything. And then if they make more content after, that's fine. People will pay for it. But even back then, they would usually give it to you for free. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's the thing, right? Like, um, what are some of the big ones? Like, Civilization is a big one that both my son and I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And like, Civ 6 came out and it got trashed in the reviews, right? But as time has gone on, then they add like, oh, now you can be in this download content for like the game was 80 bucks Mm -hmm. and then it's like for another 20 now you can be france norway and we've added this scenario and it's just like and they do that every like four or five months it seems right and it's Mm -hmm. just like at some point a video game will end up costing you hundreds of dollars if you do like all the download content and all that stuff and like like Mm -hmm. you said that didn't exist before yeah exactly and a lot of people they're actually making the game with a content and then just divvying it up after so hopefully that's like Sid Meier's Civilization I guess right so yeah. hopefully they're not doing that because there's a lot of games where you'll notice like they might have uh, pre-launch content or just like maybe like banners advertisements where they'll show like this is the person you'll be able to play as these are the available characters and then come launch then maybe like you know like let's go EA uh, with Battlefront like they had all the data from the first Battlefront to see who people like playing as. Then Battlefront 2 rolls along. Guess who you have to grind 40 hours to unlock? Vader and Luke? Like, I thought it was closer to like 600 hours or some stupid amount. Well, it's like, it, initially, right after launch, it was like 40 hours to unlock one person. Oh, okay, maybe that was the total. Then. They have all those crap loot crates, mm-hmm. and you get cards that make them stronger, those guys or whatever. So, like... You end up grinding like 300 plus hours to get your character to the max like uh, damage or whatever the hell it is. I yeah. refuse to buy it. Mass Effect Andromeda was my last straw with EA and I stopped buying EA products after that. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars guy because I'm a bit older than you. So like, and what made me sad though is the story mode from Battlefront 2 mm-hmm. was probably better than the last two or three movies. As far as, like, a story goes, right? Like, they made a really good character, and then you kind of just, you play as that character or the surrounding people, and you tell a story, Mm -hmm. but it still was uh, two hours of content? Three? That's what I heard, yeah. I've been watching people play it, and uh, people stream it, too, and yeah, it's like, what happened? There was that one girl who was a, uh, she was with the Empire, then she ended up going light. And uh, they show Luke, and people like realize the follow the other ways, and end up going light. But uh, yeah, some people stretch it out to four hours, but still, like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you die lots. Yeah, and yeah. it's, I enjoyed it. And yeah, like, it was neat because you got to do a mission as Luke to meet up with somebody, and then you got, for one reason or another, you got to like a, lish, a mission as Lando Calrissian. And like, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, but I don't think they like we said we they didn't put a lot into that it was like okay we'll add a story mode which is nice because the first one didn't have a story mode in it Mm -hmm. but you know like i didn't even realize like they all their money was or all their hopes were in people just buying these loot crates to charge up to get vader right away and like you Mm -hmm. said like there's cards you get or like i don't even know what you call i played because the pvp is hard as fuck right <laughs> it's what ea's been doing with those cards like uh even uh the last need for speed they put out 
the garage is now you're not buying parts for your car you're putting card upgrades into your car and it's the dumbest thing i've ever seen like really <laughs> need so for speed used to be fun and yeah. now they're even actually telling you about like there's an npc saying like keep playing those odds you know every time you like get more crates after beating a race and i think like it's really become a grind fest and that's a lot of what are these developers and publishers are doing too they will um for battlefront they're really just making content uh just super grindy so you get fed up and you just end up busting out the credit card yeah People call it the Diablo okay. Killer, but I think Diablo killed itself. <laughs> so my computer tried to do an update. So we were talking about EA. Um, the big one for the example that I heard was um, the soccer game was where they started with buying packs, right? Mm-hmm. Like they came up with an online formula that like you can all play online, but you can't just unlock Ronaldo. You got to buy these packs. And I heard the chance of pulling Ronaldo was 0.1%. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Um, yeah, they have a whole uh, weird system with that, that whole uh, EA thing in their cards. But um, I would, yeah, I'd recommend people like just stay away from those games because it's just bad for gamers in general. <laughs> um, I was looking at a lot of like even like Madden games, like reviews for over the years, the last like four or five years. And they look very, very similar. And they're just really... Um, charging you more for it and those uh what do they call it the ultimate teams yeah the mutt teams and stuff like that that's how they get you but that yeah and like you said like when i used to buy i would get madden every year right but it was just the console game that you would sit and play with your friends or make mm-hmm. like a fantasy league or create yourself was a later on thing but now all of a sudden and if you played online you just picked okay i'm the bears you're the patriots let's play and we use the real people now you start with all scrub fourth stringers and you got to buy packs Mm -hmm. and i'll assume for nfl i'll say tom brady's probably that 0.1 percent in a pack right yeah and then to make it shittier there's gold packs silver packs bronze packs and probably crap packs right yeah and then it'll be all common guys in the whatever and then brady's like one in ten thousand instead of one in a thousand Mm -hmm. but if you buy a gold pack you might get a rare and so like i don't know like I didn't understand the whole thing, like how those systems worked until I moved here and I started playing Magic. And mm. you buy a pack of Magic and it's 15 cards, 12 common, um, yeah, two uncommon and one rare that mm. might upgrade into a Mythic, right? And that's how they got you, right? You wanted the good Magic cards. You yeah. have to keep buying until you got the rares you wanted. But now they've turned this into the video game market. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, how, like the guy's a genius who ever figured out to spin it into sports and so yeah like and what did it make 65 million dollars for the soccer they've pretty much been experimenting with games on the mobile market and then introduced all their micro t's or microtransactions sorry uh and other kind of like ways of just milking you out of your cash into their new games which is crazy like um well, uh, I'll still go with like EA and the sports here, but like, let's take it for example, like uh, something else. Let's say Simpsons. Uh, the Simpsons, they've got video games like crazy, right? So then EA gets involved with the Simpsons. They make one game for the original Xbox, I believe. And then that was it. The next game you see for the Simpsons is the mobile one. And guess what? You have to buy these special donuts to get anything that's like. Oh, the one where you build a town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And it's another one of those, like, it's like a time clipper deal if you want to, like, get things to be done faster. You, like, put more money in and, and you're gold there. But, like, um, yeah, in regards to uh, the sports games, like, the last good one I played was probably for the original Xbox. No uh, fancy, funny stuff. You were able to make your own team, design your own costumes for your uh, players, teams, and all that stuff. Now, um, looking at... Um, I'm not sure if it's the same for FIFA or not, but for Madden this year, I believe if you buy the Super Ultra Pack, or sorry, they, they cut it off into additions again here, but even when you compare like the standard for 60 and the higher version for like 80 or whatever it is, all they're giving you is like additional packs for these cards. And um, one other thing too is you can create two costumes for your teams, for your mutt teams. So you're designing your own jerseys. But you're paying for it now. They're like, yeah, they're they're making you pay for things that they uh, used to be that used to be free. Like even Luke and Vader, right? Like they want you to grind for it, so that you're so fed up that you just end up buying it now. But in the first Battlefront, it's like, hey, you just got them, right? So it's just it's getting uh, beyond ridiculous. <laughs> and it's so funny because my son doesn't realize these things, right? But he plays the game for like what makes him happy, mm-hmm. and he plays Battlefront One. Oh, okay. Because it's like the bots are fair and he just likes the scenarios better. It hasn't been uh, maximized for like you needing to spend time to grind things out on it, right? Mm Because it's like you said, you get everything. So he wanders in, he takes what he wants and he just goes and does the missions and Mm -hmm. has fun, right? And then the second one, like... I didn't come on board until after all the chaos happened just because it went on sale too, right? Oh, yeah. An $80 game tanked Mm -hmm. so then they put it on sale for 20 i'm like all right it's worth 20 bucks to me and that's only because of disney too right so like uh what do they have the last jedi come out right around the same time or right after uh battlefront 2 i believe and uh of course um i think what was the comment i think it's like r slash like uh battlefront 2 maybe on reddit if you take a look at that like oh man uh, you'll see like the most downvoted reddit comment in history i think it's like <laughs> minus 600 and like 90,000 downloads I forgot or something about like that, that right. so i think um the name of the post might have been like i spent 80 dollars to uh have to unlock vader for money or something like that mm-hmm. and it's pretty much like at launch the game was like just fucked uh it, it worked in everything but um if you pay 80 dollars for a game and you bought it to play as somebody and you have to do like that painful grind or they just encourage you to buy loot crates to unlock these guys or get the star cards or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, it just seemed uh, ridiculous. And, and it makes the guns better. Like it either gives you less recoil so you can shoot more often or it just makes the blast more powerful or yeah. you can aim. Like normally you look through a scope, there's a double scope that lets you zoom, zoom in on somebody's mm-hmm. head. Like, and then there's tiers of it that yeah. make it even more steady, better. Like, yeah. So you start so at with- launch, it was pay to win. Yeah. Really. And that's like a huge issue. A lot of people were not happy. And then everybody's pretty much like, fuck EA. And um, yeah. It was just really, really gross. Um, what else did they have? Uh, there was the grind that was gross. After you even unlocked the guy, there was hundreds of hours you had to put in. So if you were a normal guy working 9 to 5, no chance in hell you're going to get like the best version of anybody. Oh. Um, a lot of people would grind or just unlock like the best, strongest Boba Fett and just destroy everybody in multiplayer right off the bat. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, they keep cutting out the story a lot. So, like, 
I would say the story is worth like half of the game. And I guess they did have some story in Battlefront too, but Battlefront one they cut that out completely, and that was kind of no. Weird. But then they made all the different planets payable download content. Ew. So like, which they probably already had on the disc. Oh yeah. yeah. So then if you want, I can't remember if you wanted Bespin, you paid another twenty dollars, and then if you wanted. Um, from Rogue One, there's that planet at the end with the beach and all that, right? Um, where she oh, has yeah. to go to steal the plans. Mm-hmm. That and those style of ships and people, then you had to pay another 20 for that. And then if you wanted to fight on the Death Star, that was another $20, but it came with the Death Star scenario where you were either going to blow up the Death Star or trying to stop the Rebels, right? So, like, mm-hmm. and that's what bugs me, right? Is like, there's a game, and then there's, but wait, there's more. But wait, yeah. there's more. And like you said, I, I guarantee it's all finished. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we'll wait four months, and then when they're out of, when they're bored with it, hey, for twenty dollars more, we'll refresh your game for you here and get exactly, you something new. Right? And I hate the term season now; it drives me nuts. Season pass in live services is like a red flag. If you see live services, just remember that you're going to be into what they call it the. Uh, you're signing up for the long con, and you're the guy getting conned. <laughs> Did you see the Black Ops Four thing? I bought Black Ops Four. Did, but did you see the difference? They put like a shame marker next to your name if you don't have the season pass now. Yeah, so I've heard a couple of things about that. Like, but you know what? I actually do believe that they put it in there on purpose. And then because they have a like Activision, they're so scummy, right? And when I go back to Bobby Kotick, he's such like a scumbag. Um, <laughs> like that's all he really wants. Like like ten years ago, when he said he wanted COD to like be subscription based and just mill people out of their money, like they are charging a hundred um, whatever those credits are for like that one red reticule for your targeting now. You know the laser sight? Yeah. They're charging, like, money for a laser sight That's, on the Black Ops store. Because on the Heel vs. Babyface um, YouTube page, he mm-hmm. always writes, like, his title on that whiteboard. Okay. And he goes, they want to charge you $1 for, and he just drew a red dot. And I was like, I don't know what this is about. I haven't gone and watched it yet. Yeah. So, like, for a laser sight. Yeah, it's, it's that bad. And then the, uh, it was, like, the hazard sign, right? The yellow triangle exclamation yeah. mark. So anybody who didn't have the season pass um, after a patch had that appear and I, like obviously you would think it would be so people could shame them or just go hey if you're playing with this person you might not be able to play all the maps with them because they don't have everything unlocked or whatever right but the season pass like as soon as they released um black ops 4 you immediately had content blocked off and the season pass really got you access to what one zombie map hmm. and that was it and, like, I bought that. Canadian, the game was, like, 80 bucks on launch. And then, like, I bought it because I knew a bunch of people that were going to play it. And they're, like, not even playing it anymore, right? So I bought it. I downloaded it. It took forever. And then the the pass was 60 bucks after that. So that's, like, 140 bucks. Yeah. Plus tax, you're, like, 145 bucks. See, and so, I never fell for any of those season passes. But then my son and I got into um, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, every it's 17 i think their cycle 17 weeks so three and a half months and then you got to buy a new season pass and you reset to zero experience and you got to grind it out or put real money down for v bucks so you can unlock a hundred tiers of rewards right one thing with fortnite though is that it's free if you're only playing like the multiplayer right, right? so there i'm kind of like okay with it and there's it's all cosmetic doesn't seem too bad and really if you're buying things like dances and stuff it's not like you have to have it right yeah but um Let's take PUBG, for example. They tried to do something like that, but it was only like 30 days. Their season pass is done, and you have to buy a new one for like, uh, 
It was more than ten bucks. Way yeah. more than Fortnite. For like, I'll bitch about Fortnite, but we put money into it, right? Like we mm-hmm. each got a season pass, and then like every once in a while, if a cool costume came up, sure, I'll throw five bucks. But in your head, if everybody's throwing five bucks at oh, it, oh yeah, those guys, and are, there's a million people a day that want a costume, like somebody's laughing, rubbing their belly with a bunch of cash in their hands. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why they got the two point four billion dollars. It's ridiculous. Um, I see they opened up their own store now too, um, to compete with Steam. They have their own launcher, I heard, yeah. Yeah, like, do you think there's a chance that they can steal business away then? Because I hear they're offering developers more of a cut. Well, they have a couple more games now, and to and be honest... And some people like, are exclusive with them already, so... I don't have anything to do with Fortnite through Steam. When I uh, got uh, Steam, uh, what is it, the Epic Games launcher, right? Yeah. So, like, I downloaded that, and I was playing it all for free. I played a little bit, and then I got the Save the World, so, like... I don't see a problem with that as long as their, um, what would you call it? Their customer service is like all good because like Steam, you buy something, you don't like it, you can get a refund probably in like two hours or a day or something, right? But yeah, you have to have so many hours, like you have to be under so many hours played and within so many days yeah. you can get a refund. So as long as they're being responsible that way, it should yeah. be fine. But that, that way they don't also have to pay like Steam for anything, any cuts like that. And yeah, they're, they're cutting out like Steam, I guess, that doing that. And um, actually, Bethesda did that with Fallout 76, but they were trying not to issue refunds because of that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So just be careful. Make sure you know um, if you are... I, I'm pretty sure they did actually sell it through Steam for a bit, but if you didn't, no, they I stopped thought that, it. I thought, that was their, I thought Fallout 4 was their last title through Steam. Uh, that's possible. And you had to go to their website to get 76. Because I don't remember be, ever yeah. seeing it on Steam. Um, but that 76 like everyone was so hyped for it and then I think it ended up with a 2% on Metacritic mm-hmm. is that just because of like microtransactions or the game wasn't fun it's Bethesda's attempt at a like uh, botched live services game and then again as soon as you hear live services you should be like whoa hold on but uh, yeah so like everybody was hyped up but like um they had, I guess, reason to be. Todd Howard was shouting out, like, every company that Bethesda's ever worked with, biggest uh, production they've ever had in uh, all of their careers, what they were seeing on all of their uh, advertisements and their pre-launch stuff. I'm not sure if it was E3 or whatever it was when they were showing that. They were talking about, like, you know, like, 16 times the detail and all this stuff, and they make it sound really good, but really he was just lying his ass off. Because I launched, the game was completely broken. Like, completely broken. Um, what was there? People could barely log in. Uh, there was damage bugs. So, like, you could go try to kill something. Damage bug happens. You're not doing any damage. There is uh, bugs with PvP. Um, if you wanted to PvP somebody, you could go up to them and shoot them. But nothing would happen until they shot you back. And that's when the fight started. <laughs> and um, what else was there? There was... Uh, the end boss of the whole game was a Skyrim dragon, just like recent. And also, um, they have so many bugs. Like, every day that I log onto YouTube, all I hear about is more bugs. And then the other day, I just went to Reddit and just looked up, like, how many bugs are in Fallout 76? And you really shouldn't be surprised if you look back to, like, Skyrim and uh, their other games, because... Actually, it's funny with Skyrim, too, because they keep re-releasing it in different versions, and that's all kind of... the glitches are still in the one from the Xbox 360 and the PS3. <laughs> but that, to me, just being, like, not a big Bethesda guy, like, to me, 
that's like seems to be the most endeared game that they've ever made and even like all my nerd friends when they're talking like whenever you talk about like open world do what you want kind of mm. stuff because everything's so linear now when you play a game right yeah and everybody keeps saying like get that that's the ultimate like fallout no um skyrim oh yeah they say that's the ultimate just open world go Mm -hmm. um for fallouts they say new vegas was the last one they enjoyed yeah obsidian made that one Hmm? (laughs) obsidian really made that one so um like uh yeah that's the one that everybody says is really good and i think that game's pretty good too like i've the only ones i haven't really played are fallout 2 and fallout tactics but three vegas and four i've played a lot of 76 i just said no to but um yeah vegas was pretty fun um but uh sorry fallout 76 what else was there with that there were so many um the 16 times a detail thing was super funny because all their textures and rendering like just terrible when people were playing it like the game would like completely destabilize when people were like just walking around doing things if you're playing console, anytime you would fire or throw a grenade or something like that, it would pretty much, like, the frame rate would, like, it just got gross, right? So, like, at the times <laughs> when you need to shoot and you need the frame rate to be good, it just go to crap. It was uh, terrible. Um, as some players found, it took a couple hours to, uh, what do you call it, farm for those nuke codes. Oh. And then there's a couple of guys you'll see on YouTube. Oh, I wish I remembered the one channel's name, but... They set off three nukes at once on a server, and it crashed the server completely. So you can't really... Um, it's funny because Todd Howard's like, you'll never know that you're um, on a server or anything like that. You'll never see it. But then, like, anytime you watch a streamer have any content to do with it, it's, like, disconnected from server or something like that, <laughs> right? And then they just had a Y2K bug. So the year switched to 2019 or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, nobody could get any nuke codes or go into vaults or whatever. And oh, they had fuck. like, yeah, it's like a Y2, like, uh, come on, Bethesda. The rollover of the year fucked yeah. it all up. Um, do you think deadlines are killing some stuff? Because like, you're naming all these things that 76 just didn't seem like it was ready for launch, right? But do you think that when they announce something, they're like coming fall like that they have to just get it out to get some money back for what they've spent i think now people aren't really worried about they're more worried about um shareholders and quarterly profit margins rather than uh the clients right sorry the clients the gamers i'm talking like my work now but uh, (laughs) yeah it's um they really don't care about gamers and um their pre-order killed everybody like uh the collector's edition for Fallout 76 is about 200 bucks. You get a helmet and that canvas bag, which ended up being swapped out for a crappy nylon bag that people are comparing to a garbage bag. And uh, I heard they swapped the bag out. The Federal Trade Commission is on their ass for a lot of stuff now because uh, the bait and switch, because you can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't say, here's what you're going to give you, and then say, sorry, we didn't do it. And then, um, oh man, so anybody who got that, they got a helmet, the game, and then uh, that bag. So everybody, like, I remember seeing the first guy post on Twitter. It's like, hey, Bethesda, what's up with this ghetto-ass nylon trash bag I got? And uh, it was super funny, right? But then, um, oh, geez, what else did they have? They had um, the Nuka rum. Did you hear about that? Nope. So they have this Nuka Cola dark rum, and it's supposed to be in a glass bottle. Uh, looks like a rocket. Yeah. Shouldn't be a big deal. Um, they ended up screwing that up. I forget what the name of the company was that made that, but... Um, they end up just getting like a generic like looking like a wine bottle they uh. put the dark rum in it um and then they ended up putting this rocket plastic case that attached into two parts 
or, or like uh, then they like put it inside it like and like if you like look outside. it up on Google Images, like you maybe you might want to because um, we both tended the bar, right? Oh yeah. You can't pour a fucking shot out of that bottle either because like imagine like it's like a bottle. So imagine that bottle you're drinking out of right now with yep. a plastic case over it and then a huge ass cork on top of it. <laughs> so you undo the cork. And the top of the bottle is flush with something like that around around it. So yeah. when you pour, what happens? It just follows the bottle yeah. and you're not pouring out anything. Oh, fuck. And then like rum connoisseurs, they think the rum tastes like shit. It costs $90 for a bottle. Ew. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it's just the earnings thing bugs me, right? Like World of Warcraft put out this fancy new Fox mount. Um, at the end of December and now the gamers are becoming more and more aware of the shareholder factor mm-hmm. they're like oh look they released and it was 25 bucks for this in-game fox that you get to ride oh shit and, but they're like oh it's two weeks before a quarter end and then they took I think it was 12 of their least popular items in the shop mm-hmm. and they packaged them together and said they're going away so you better buy them now and it's like it was funny because I didn't realize it, but like back in the day, Disney used to do that with their movies mm-hmm. and they called it the Disney vault. Oh and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so like the 25th anniversary of beauty and the beast would come out, buy it now before we put it away in the Disney vault. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's not coming back. Yeah. It's just mean you won't be able to get it for a while. And people yeah. would scramble and buy like the new gold special edition of beauty and the beast. And, mm-hmm. Then it would disip- they would only print so many, wait, and now it's the 30th anniversary, it's coming out of the vault. And everyone, that's what they compared this new Blizzard tactic to, where they're like, it's going away, but they're not saying for how long, forever. Like, mm-hmm. maybe forever, then if you can't buy it again, then there's a rarity to it, right? But just to say, like... That's Bobby Kotick for you. That's Activision, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, they were throwing it in a virtual bargain bin because someone ran mm-hmm. the numbers, and those were like, I guess you can look up the stats for who has what mounts in the game Mm -hmm. and the mounts that they put on sale were like of all the shop ones they were the three least selling ones Oh, because they were uglier people didn't want them but all of a sudden it's like better buy them now they're going away and it's like I heard people talking about it and it was like yeah it's on sale for now get it while you can until we put it on sale again and like when I heard that I just couldn't stop laughing it's like yeah that's what a lot of people do now for every game even like League of Legends you notice like Every once in a while, you'll log on to that, and then they'll have, like, hey, it's your store. They'll pop up, like, five cards you can pick, and you'll get a discount on skins. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, for a lot of them, they'll have, like, different, like, uh, it's like, this is a legacy. This is an epic one. You might not ever get it until we put it out again. And, like, yeah. Yeah. That's and just- that's... And I think that was part of it too. Like, I don't want to pick on Fortnite because in reality it is skins that don't really matter, but they have a rarity scheme to them, right? So like when that stupid pink bunny pops up, it's not going to pop up again for another maybe 45 days. Yeah. So if little Timmy, that's his favorite costume, <laughs> fucking ring it up now. And, Damn it, and Timmy, it, don't, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, well, you, you don't know like the rarity. Like there's no definition of like legendary items show up once every 40 days. If they said that you're like, okay, I can't afford it today. I'll mm-hmm. wait 40 days and grab it then. But it's no, it's like a fucking slot machine, right? Every day they pull the arm, new objects come up in their store, mm-hmm. common or just basic changes of the normal skin, right? Yeah. Or just something small, Little right? Timmy's scratching his neck looking for... <laughs> but yeah, like every nicer dance, every nicer costume is rare and it's not going to show up in that store again for a longer time. So mm-hmm. buy now. And it's little just, Timmy's probably taking your credit card away from his parents and trying to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it, I don't know. It all, and it's, 
it makes me sad because like gamers in the gaming industry, like especially something like Blizzard, like they put a lot of work and like their hearts into stuff like the original Warcraft stuff. Like it's a, an amazing universe with really cool lore and all this stuff. And it feels like these last 10 years, I think 10 years ago is the anniversary. Yeah, it's the 10th anniversary of uh, Wrath of the Lich King, which oh, wow. is undoubtedly for a long time. Yeah. And that was when they cracked 10 million subs. But that's also when they made it that it was easier to play, right? Like the original Warcraft. And it's so funny because they announced classics coming back. And that game's hard as fuck. I hear they change progression quite a bit with BFA. Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible, right? Like, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Asmongold or someone or maybe Mm -hmm. one of the ones he watched. It's like you start out and you suck. Yeah. And then you get all and then you just get a whole bunch of stuff. And then at the top end, there's no progression. Right. So it's like you're crap. You shoot up to really good and then it flattens out again. And that's Battle for Azeroth. Yeah. Yeah. There is no like slow gradual like oh i got a pair of pants that are a little bit better and then like a couple days later oh i got a better shoulder piece and there's no like slowly climb your way to the top Mm -hmm. and like i didn't buy bfa right away because it just because the set or the expansion legion before that was the same thing right like just Mm -hmm. you grind you grind you grind you fight the same boss a hundred times hoping for the one little helmet or whatever right it's just it's boring right but my friends talked me into getting it and they had been playing it since launch. And in, I took a VL day and I had my EDO. And mm-hmm. in those two days, I passed both of them because there's catch-up mechanics. Oh, that's not fun. Or so, sorry, for a guy like me, it's like I like, um, you know, earning what you get, I guess. But that's it, right? <laughs> like, So these guys bust their butt for two months and get like good quality stuff. And then all of a sudden, like patch 8.1 is coming out right away. So they're like, and you, oh, big news. If anyone decides to come back into the game, we don't want them feeling bad. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. And that's the whole thing, right? Like no one wants to feel bad and you don't want to pick on the casuals, right? So now all of a sudden the part-timers and the casual people can do in two hours what other people did in two months. You know what? That's a tactic I see in a lot of MMOs to get new blood into the uh, MMO. Like it happens with ESO, um, Swator, everything, right? So it's like some things that would take like a million years to get, or not even a million years, but it would take some effort, right? And you felt like rewarded after doing it because you like, you and your whole group of people, you go out, you like, let's say, let's take WoW, like uh, you go out, you do like a raid or a dungeon or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I haven't played um, WoW in a long time, but um, ESO, it's like Delves, Dungeons, whatever, but uh yeah, it takes a long time to earn your gear, um, get your skills up, your levels up or whatever. And the, the what would you call it? The quick leveling mechanic or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a easy way to get a lot of new blood in there. And um, they don't really care about old customers is what it feels like. Yeah. They just want to get more customers that will spend more. And, the, and it's not that you're playing the game for the story because you can get through all the story stuff within a few hours, right? And get mm-hmm. caught up on like what's happening in the big world picture but it's like it's all about what level your armor is and it's called eye level right and so it's like i walked in and it was like a hundred and some they had squished and made everything i had from the previous expansion irrelevant (laughs) and so you come in and your stuff's garbage so i'm like oh crap i'm walking out and i'm getting killed by like murlocs or rats right Mm -hmm. like something tiny's kicking the fuck out of me but then after a few hours i geared up and did quests and stuff and they hand you stuff and then I'm just as powerful as someone who's been doing it every day, right? Like, 
That's got a... I talk to a lot of people that are the person that have been playing the game forever, and they just, oh, they're livid about the new guys, or how they make the game so easy for new players. Um, especially, like, I hear a lot about the ESO because I work with somebody that plays ESO, and, like, they've been playing it forever, right? Is so I fun? started, like, two months ago. I'm having a good time. Hmm. Like, um, at launch, the game was, like, a lot of people I knew, they bought it, and then, like, a week later, they were, like, on Facebook, like, who wants to buy my copy of Elder Scrolls? Uh, uh, like, it, it's terrible. But now you can actually, like, play with people, and uh, they put a lot of work into it, but that kind of goes into more... Your game's got to be finished at launch if you want, like, you know, people to play. Um, uh, Fallout 76, for example. It'd be nice to have, like, a finished product before you launch it. You're selling the game collector's edition for $200. People are pre-ordering like crazy, and um, it's, it's really killing the industry and killing it for gamers because if you put all your money into that pre-order, they're going to give you like a load of crap because you've already given them all your money right and then yeah like let's take mass effect andromeda there too um the game was crap uh i was a biggest fan of mass effect like biggest fan for the first three games like i i don't know i just loved those three it was like casey hudson bioware ea um good times then um i think there was a lot of pushing out of the product just for money right because who did they have working on it? Bioware and EA once again, maybe they, I think they might've had to outsource some of their work for animations and stuff. Hmm. But, um, after they had gotten so many pre-orders and stuff, like, uh, they had a pre-order where it's like, you got an RC, uh, whatever vehicle it is you drive in mass effect for the new version. Now, um, it was like, <laughs> I forget what it was even called in the first game, actually, to be honest, but, uh, it costs like a hundred dollars. People buy it, but like, uh, it ended up being, not very well there's glitches like crazy the animations were terrible they actually had like um people talking about like sorry i'm so angry my face is tired like this one character but like her face didn't move when she was talking and like they actually like put in lines to, like cover it up like oh are you kidding me but um they <laughs> a, a couple months after launch like they just stopped putting like, updating it they were like they were done and uh i i paid 80 dollars for that game and i was just like Really, like, uh, if, if you look at my to... YouTube channel, actually, I have a couple glitches uh, videos on there. Hmm. Like, uh, I think my romance option on one um, video, like, there's a part where your whole team's, like, watching a movie together. They're, like, bonding for the first time ever, and uh, the main character's like this, and my uh, romantic whatever the person, it was the Asari person, uh, supposed to be, like, in her arms, not there at all, and, like, it's just, like, dumb <laughs> stuff like that, right? And... But they literally said, we're not putting any more work into it. There's not going to be any DLC. There's so much unanswered questions. And um, I would warn people to expect that kind of stuff if you're going to pre-order like crazy. Because, like, Fallout 76, are they going to fix that if they haven't fixed Skyrim? Like, they they put out Skyrim just now for Nintendo Switch, right? Oh, right. They, they keep re-releasing the same broken stuff. And then Fallout 76 has all the glitches that Fallout 4 had. They just imported straight in. And uh, they also shipped that game with a developer room in it. And everybody's duping items like crazy. They're making mule accounts or like alts or whatever, mm -hmm. right? They're finding a way to get into the developer room, which has every item in the game in it, taking everything they want, getting it out. They're selling it like online now. It's oh. like for cash. Like the game's like, I don't know how they're going to fix that. But in regards to also when I say like you should have your game like finished at launch, like... Most people, once they put in, like, 8 to, like, 20 hours in the game, they're probably burnt out and done with it if it's, like, a load of shit, right? Yeah. So, 
there's a lot of people and a lot of people that you'd see you playing it they're like i'm done with this game even if you fix it i'm not coming back yeah do you think it'll get to a point where because they're all publicly traded companies now and that's the problem right Mm -hmm. is the bottom line is how much money are you making for your stockholders as opposed to are we making quality things for our gamers and it's the focus is on the wrong thing do you think it'll come to a point maybe where like the gaming industry like the big boys like your EAs your Activisions those guys that they'll crash so hard that all the money grubbers will F off and then the gamers might have a chance to kind of like rebuild I think we're there right now do you think we're because I know that what is it because I hate how like there's Blizzard Activision Mm -hmm. and underneath them is Blizzard and Activision, but the mm-hmm. the head company is called Activision Blizzard or whatever, and their CFO quit. But then the Blizzard CFO quit mm-hmm. and went to Netflix, I think. Yep. And it's like so. And then like, they hired a CFO from the past that worked at Blizzard I and think. gave him fifteen million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so also, there's another thing too. When a lot of people say, "Oh man, games cost so much," all this stuff. Like, if they're giving these guys like. 20 millions like that's what you always hear right it's like mm-hmm. oh this guy he used to be the ex-head of like ea we gave him like 20 million dollars and he like fucked off somewhere and like he completely like you know like bent people over and just took all their cash uh um sorry what were we talking about no just like <laughs> is it gonna come back to making quality product again at some point over i think like, well they realize yeah. that a quality product will turn the revenue around as opposed mm-hmm. to like Activision, like Asmongold, listened in on their um, quarterly stock earning phone call. Turning payers into players or whatever. And, yeah, and yeah. it was like 98% of the call was about Candy Crush. Because, oh, microtransactions, how we can get new people spending money, right? And it's just like... Activision actually patented their own microtransaction system. They hired psychologists and... Uh, excuse me. Um, they hired psychologists and a bunch of uh they got like as much help as they could if you actually just l- look it up like uh they patented patented it sorry so nobody else could copy them but um did you ever get a chance to look at cod world war Two? nope so um i didn't buy it but a lot of my friends have uh played it and streamed it and i was taking a look at it and um a lot of people are just triggered because they're taking World War Two, and they're just like you know they're just trying to maximize profits. And the one way, like they have all these like you ever had to like do do anything with like Lean or Kaizen in your work, where you got all those like flow sheets and all that yeah. stuff. So they got all that stuff for like uh, how to lure um, non payers into like payers, and I think they call them spenders is what EA identified them as, but because um, it's non gender. Sorry? Because <laughs> there's no gender associated with spender. <laughs> yeah, I think they started calling people spenders after Mass Effect 3. There was people dropping like tens of thousands of dollars on the multiplayer there somehow. I don't even know how they did that, but what? like, yeah, it wow. was dumb. Um, but uh, like in World War II, Call of Duty, uh, they got people opening loot boxes. They'll fall down from the sky, drop down on like the beaches of Normandy. And you're like, really? And then everybody around Sorry, you can see what I'm you're getting. I'm sure about that. <laughs> Whoops. Uh oh, Bobby Kotick's listening to me. Uh. <laughs> I don't think you said her name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the name is. Alexa. 
That's fine. I won't say it so they won't wake up there. I just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, so like uh, people are opening up loot boxes and then people can see everything that they're getting right in front of them and it's encouraging people to buy uh, more. So it's like watching someone else open up Christmas presents. Yeah, exactly. And then you want what they have. On the beaches of Normandy, which just stormed. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, even with Blizzard, like they just shut down all their esports stuff for Heroes of the Storm, Tots, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they let anyone know ahead of time. Because it seems like a lot of the players were just like, what the fuck, I'm out of a job. Because mm-hmm. I think they were sponsoring some pretty big tournaments and just the whole system, right? Like, when Overwatch League is going, like, they have a hundred and some thousand watching it on Twitch mm-hmm. when it's going on. So, like, but was it doing that badly in the MOBA genre? Hots, to be honest, like, um, I think I was talking to you, actually. Like, I might have been watching you stream and... Uh I had downloaded a Hearthstone, which I removed immediately after hearing about all this stuff, right? I'm actually wondering if I should keep the Blizzard launcher on my computer. But um, I played Heroes, like, maybe four times now. And, like, I didn't think it was that bad. It's pretty good. But when it comes to esports and stuff, all these teams, like, I'm pretty sure they have to pay to be part of the whole thing, right? That's what I don't understand. Like, there's like for Overwatch, the team, you have yeah. to pay to like be in the Overwatch League for. Oh yeah, you're paying league, a lot of money to, to own a franchise, right? Yeah. So, um, when they announced Diablo and all that stuff, or sorry, I should say Diablo Immortal, the Diablo killer, they kill, they kill themselves, <laughs> right? Because you can't go to what was it, it was BlizzCon, right? So yep. people are traveling hundreds of miles, spending like hundreds thousands of dollars to go there. They can't wait for their new Diablo game to come out, and then. They announced that they're making their next Diablo game go to mobile rather than PC. You can't play any other Diablo on mobile, I don't think. Nope. If you can, I wouldn't. But like, it's like I need my eyes, and those games are usually just riddled for maximizing uh, their profits, right? So oh, for sure, for sure, right? And um, I remember watching like because they have the people line up and ask the devs questions, yeah. and a guy actually asked, he goes, "Is this some out of season April Fool's joke?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and Richard it, guy. I can't remember his name, but the I watched a video yeah. with him. Yeah. And it's like, it was awkward and awesome at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because like, because I'm sure they're pumped. They're like, hey, we have a new Diablo. You wanted a new Diablo. And everyone's like, yeah. fuck you. We wanted a new one on the PC. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they like... It's it just mind-boggling to think that he, they would even do that. But the dude that came in up after, I forget his name too, geez. Uh, but he was like, hey, you know, there's a lot of mechanics that we see that's in uh, Diablos that we would... Or sorry, in this game that we wish that we could uh, have in the other ones. Is there any chance that you're going to make it for a PC or something like that? When they said no, that's where like the huge like booing and all that stuff happened. And uh, the whole thing like uh do you guys not have phones and all that stuff right (laughs) which is like ridiculous um oh i forgot about that it's like why would you if everybody you know that all of your fans in your community they're all playing on pc why would you switch it because you know like people have phones but they're not using their phones for like games are going to be sitting on for like hundreds of hours if it's going to be like diablo right like yeah diablo 2 diablo 3 people are still playing content for that And the way I had it explained to me is they're going after the Chinese market because apparently everyone, and I have no idea, they say everyone over there is on their phones constantly gaming. Mm-hmm. And so that's fine and dandy, but you've left your Diablo 3 crowd and 1 and 2 and whatever else just kind of sitting out in the cold. Yeah. And you've pretty much... They ditched all their old customers for the new customers yeah. like with all the other guys, Didn't right? Path of Exile take a big shot at them right after that too? Like make fun of them and then announce a new 
launch that December because they had a big expansion. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they took any shots or anything like that, but I know I downloaded it and played it. I think I'm pretty sure it's free on Steam, right? The oh, first yeah. one at least. It's so always been free. I played it and it was really fun. It reminded me of Diablo 3 and um, everybody like usually when you look at like the comment sections, actually that was the funny thing about that. Uh, the trailer for Diablo Immortal had like something like 700,000 downvotes or whatever, or just like dislikes and uh, they kept switching it up. It's like, ah, oh, we'll take this video off, we upload it. And then, um, so, you know, people would think that it's not that bad or anything like that. But um, NetEase, I was going to say, all of their games, have you ever seen any of their games? For which company? NetEase. All of their games, they're kind of like Diablo ripoffs. Oh. So, one thing, too, with the whole hot thing is, like, they pulled all of their developers for everything good and put them into the mobile stuff. So, is anything good going to be made by Blizzard ever again? I have no idea. And um, what are they working on now? Like the classic for a while, right? And um, it sounds like they're going to change that. Too. Warcraft 3 Reforged, which everyone's pumped about. Okay. So, But that's you going back to a game from, what, 1997? They're just remastering a game or something. But there's like an insane amount of content. Like that Warcraft 3 pretty much set the basis for that entire universe about who's good, who's bad, what characters, and like what's going on and everything, right? And then WoW came out after it. Mm-hmm. And so now... But I don't think they realize i don't think a lot of people in society in general realize like we've been giving everybody the trophy for so long now that there's no people are starting to appreciate like meaningful hard work again right and um back to fortnite with something positive one of the things i enjoy about fortnite is there's no easy mode a hundred of you go down one winner Mm -hmm. you have to put in hard work to get good at building to get good at shooting to get good at everything so at least that game not everyone's a winner yeah and I'm okay with that, right? And it's like we were talking about with um, World of Warcraft. It's like you play for a few hours and you get all the best gear. Yeah. Just for showing up. Like, you can walk into, like, one of the new, like, they're called Warfronts, right? You can walk into the Warfront and, like, 40 of you instance into it. You can just go AFK, walk away, and everyone else will do the work for you. That's surprising. <laughs> I don't know how you'd feel satisfied after playing like that. And then also, if you've already finished everything in like, you know, a couple hours, like, are you going to want to play anymore? It's no, like, like they almost make it so you just buy it, you get really good, and then you'll probably be bored until they put something else out that costs more. And, then, and I don't yeah. have to play every day now. Before you had to. Mm-hmm. I can, because there's what's called world quests. And it stores up one a day up till three. So now every three days I go in and do three different world quests that give me all the items that all the high-end raiders have busted their ass for. It's like three-day dailies almost. So Yeah, yeah okay. right. So yeah. I go in and do three dailies that give me gear equivalent to what people are busting their ass for on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's probably good for the new players, but like bad for the people that play every day. Well, yeah, but it's trained it's trained me to be lazy and not care, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not invested in the story, I'm not invested in the world. Um and it is a cool world. Like it's got cool characters. Um mm-hmm. and of course now they've been accused because the two main characters that they've kind of focused on are Sylvanas for the Horde and um what the heck is her name now? Jaina Proudmore and everyone's like, "Oh great, you've made the whole universe surround around these women." Mm-hmm. And so now the Star Wars argument's coming up where it's like you've put the whole Star Wars universe around a woman, right? Like the whole strong female character narrative. Oh, right. Or whatever. People are losing their minds over that. And who knows? That might have been the story that they planned all along. Oh. But now, like, everyone's triggered that it's like the two leaders are these strong female characters. 
Who's the okay? So raise one leader, and who's the other one? Um, I can't. I don't have a problem with Ray at all, but no, but I hate, see, and I didn't even know what the term Mary Sue meant until they're like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. I don't know what that means yet. Oh, it just <laughs> it means a strong female character where nothing goes wrong, and she actually doesn't do anything to mm-hmm. like she's the strong female lead, but she actually just falls into like. Yeah. Like, she doesn't the, the actually do anything to earn it, right? Ray is, like, where the hell did she pull out the, like, uh, Jedi shit out of her ass? Well, yeah, she's, like, like full-on... she learn from anybody. She's full-on lightsaber yeah. fighting, like, out of the <laughs> gates, and, like, Luke was shit when he started, and he was supposed to be the one in... Yeah, for sure, yeah. And stuff like that. So, like, I hate when people drag shit into that. Like, I just want a good movie, right? But and, like, And I just want a good video game, and, like, I just want a good story in the end, and I want challenging to a point, right? I was just watching because Asmongold just started playing Cuphead. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm watching it, and that game looks hard as fuck. Right? I'm going to pick that up when it goes on sale again because I'm thrifty. It was a Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure there's... Oh, yeah. I'll just put it on my wish list now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I think people want to be challenged and feel like they've earned something, right? And I don't think there is that in video games. And, like, those spot microtransactions, like, a buck gets me caught up to a guy who played all last mm-hmm. month and just... Or World of Warcraft, where it's like everyone gets a trophy. Here, you want the highest level gear, he gets the highest level gear. Um, the funniest thing I heard is like now when kids all go to an event, everyone gets a trophy, but they go home and throw them in the garbage. Oh, geez. Yeah, like, I'm against that whole. I think you gotta like. Yeah, like the whole participation thing reminds me of that AFK guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just gonna show up here. I'll well, that was totally Asmongold. And, he just yeah. like, skeezes it. But yeah, he like logs in. Goes AFK, talks to the camera for 30 minutes, and he's like, yeah. oh, good, I got a new thing. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> so, like, you shouldn't mm. scumbag it, but it's not like it's hard content either, right? It's mm. like, I shouldn't put 30 minutes a day put into Put some effort wow. into your life. <laughs> hmm? Put some effort into your life. As yeah, well. but nobody is, guys, yeah. right? And it's just like, we're all coasting along without meaning, and it's like... And then there's shortcuts. Like, it's just, it's not fun. So I'm hoping that, like, a lot of people are putting stock into Classic WoW. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're going to fuck it up and add things. I've been watching a lot of people that play WoW um, talk about that because uh, it sounds like I I, have, I don't really have any like WoW knowledge. I just started watching uh, Asmon Gold clips like lately, but um, it's because he's hilarious. He does a lot of like <laughs> there's a lot of reaction videos to Asmon Gold on um, YouTube. That's not his channel, but just other people doing it. Right. And he'll be watching people talk about what they're going to do to classic. And when I heard about classic coming back, and the difference of progression between BFA and Classic, I was like, fuck it. I might actually download Classic when it comes out. And then right after I thought of that, then I saw that video of Asmon Gold uh, watching the guy talk about how they're going to change everything. And then I was wondering if I should even bother. I heard there's a private server for Classic WoW. That might yeah, be there's changed, illegal but... ones all over the world, right? And oh, that's... it's illegal? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And that's the thing, right? There was a famous one, I think it was in France, called Nostralius. And that's what caused this entire shitstorm is when Legion came out, which was the last expansion before Battle for Azeroth, which is the current one, mm-hmm. this Nostralius dropped somewhere. And everyone started making these rogue accounts and playing vanilla wow like 2004 world of, i think it was 2000 maybe yeah, like, like maybe one 16. or two patches in yeah. right but it was the basic basic game mm-hmm. and people were enjoying it because it was hard and you actually had to work team up with people right. that were you couldn't get around. a mount to level 40 now it's like 
you're level 20 within the blink of an eye and off to the races, right? Yeah. You're not even looking at the content. Mm-hmm. Like you're playing a video game, but you're in a car going 200 miles an hour and just reaching out the window and grabbing XP, right? Like yeah. it's just, you don't even know what the fuck's going on. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. now mm-hmm. I'm level 110 and it's over. And it's just, yeah, he kind of, I like listening to him because he's been playing the whole time and he talks about how a challenging game isn't bad. And mm-hmm. people have lost that. Like the one that I've enjoyed the most off Steam in the last year was Darkest Dungeon. Nice, yeah, that one's a pain in the butt for yeah. sure. But when you lose a good hero, you're like, damn it. But it's like it's like XCOM or those games, right? It's like yeah. you work really hard, you invest a lot of time and like feelings, emotion into like getting like some characters to your like their strongest, or you know, putting a lot of work into them, and then when they die and you can't bring them back oh man but death has consequences right exactly the game before wow that was huge was um everquest the original one Mm -hmm. in that game if you died your xp bar dumped and you lost a certain amount of xp for dying oh wow! if that meant that you had just leveled up to 35 and you died boom guess what you're level 34 and just lost all your 35 abilities and like but there's no (laughs) but then you thought twice well, you're yeah. like, can I take those two orcs? Maybe nah, I'm going to wait for later. Now it's just dive in. If I die, oh no, I have to run back to my body. Yeah. And in EverQuest, if you died, your shit stayed on your dead body. Can so if you had one, <laughs> if so if you worked really hard for this magical kick-ass sword and you fell into a volcano, you never saw it again because your body's oh. in a volcano. There's no way to get it back, right? Yeah. Like, unless someone has res. And even when you rezzed, shitty reses gave you back 30% of the XP that you lost. And then once you got to max level, then res has brought you back and all of your XP. But there was, I don't know, it's just, I could rant forever and I don't <laughs> want to, right? It's just, I like challenging games. I will probably get into Cuphead at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Darkest Dungeon and like the XCOM stuff like that. I like where there's difficulty. And yeah, if you like don't leave the dungeon soon enough and like if you don't swallow your pride and go, you know what? I don't think I can finish this. That's and if my you, problem. Yeah, yeah and game. if you push on for one more fight, <laughs> your team wipes, your favorite mm-hmm. guy's dead. And you yeah. can only see him in the cemetery, right? Like, yeah, and then you're like, oh, man. And then saying in the dungeons, too, there's so many, like, uh, what do you call them? Those permanent debuffs you guys can get, too. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Uh, I love the Plague Doctors in that game. I don't yeah. know, if, I don't know if, it's, if they're overpowered or if it's just the gameplay I like, but, like, mm-hmm. I just love the, their ability to, like, their heal sucks, but their debuffs that they just keep launching at guys in that game are so good. Yeah, I need to play that game again. It's been a long time. See, and it came out with a download content, but I'm not bitter about that one in any way because it was like way after and they added a whole new story arc that they probably made off all the money they made off the first launch Mm -hmm. right exactly like it wasn't a pre-contrived splitting up of the intellectual property right so like Mm -hmm. that's where everything is going nowadays it's like yeah all the content you're paying for extra after the fact is already locked on your disc that you have in your hands yeah um, did you hear about the Hearthstone survey that came out to a bunch of people that have Blizzard accounts? Nope. Um, they sent out a survey saying pretty much like, are you enjoying your Hearthstone experience? Would you be sad if Hearthstone esports went away? So that's the next They're step. going complete mobile then. Oh, yeah. Because like, uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, in one of those Diablo Immortal interviews, um, the dudes did say that they are pulling most of their good devs on and putting them into the mobile platforms. So like they may have pulled like a general motors and just told like NA to like go after themselves, which like <laughs> wouldn't be surprising. Right. So, um, yeah, they, they're jumping on the fast, quick money and, and they don't want to spend money now. Yeah. Um, the Bobby last Kilchick, big, yeah. Yeah. The last big one I wanted to talk about is the bungee split. 
because it was supposed to be a 10-year deal. Mm-hmm. And um, for those who don't know, they made Destiny. Yeah. And so Destiny 2 was an Activision or Activision distributed it for them. They had some deal with Activision, right? Mm-hmm. And so now on like the Blizzard launcher, um, these Activision games pop up. And then also this was one of them, right? Destiny 2, I noticed, was on there for sure, yeah. But that game bombed because mm-hmm. it had, from what I hear, a huge microtransaction market. The Eververse killed it. How does that work? So the Eververse is their microtransaction store. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Destiny 2 is pretty much fo- completely focused on the Eververse. Um, Do you think that was an Activision influence then? It was completely. Yeah, is that probably why Bungie effed off on them? Um, well, I think, like, when it comes to that whole thing, like, I think maybe they're... Activision probably knows now. It's like, these guys are tanking. People know that they're super scummy. And, like, especially after Black Ops 4, like... Uh, yeah people know that they're just in it for the quick money right so um maybe they're just trying to save what's left of bungie and maybe they're still kind of linked in the back i'm not too sure if they still get any like money off of them but i wouldn't be surprised if they just like okay anything related to activision is like tanking now we're gonna save what's left of bungie and uh just call it a day and split with them um but destiny 2 was uh what did they get caught doing? They were like caught decreasing the amount of experience you would get the more you played that game. Oh, like that's what think that's something to look out for in Activision games and also EA now too. They're they're lying to you about the experience you're making and telling you you're making more than you are. Oh, and there's yeah, there's so much stuff like that that's going on. So there was that. Um, and I think that was really it with Destiny Two. Like. Um, I think that probably came out and then went on sale for dirt cheap right away. All content creators for Destiny 2 stopped like in like a month probably. They're like we got to move on to something there's else. There's a there's no there's one. There was of all the people I follow on Twitch, there's one that still does it and mm. it's part-time. Yeah. But it's like you can tell it's their favorite game, right? So they still do it with their friends every once in a while, but I've I've heard it described as like everything wrong with Destiny 1 reintroduced. So it's almost like, it feels like every game now is like a reskin of a game that was just made with all the problems that it had put into the new one. Mm -hmm. And then they might make it look really nice, but they'll just fill it up with more microtransactions and stuff. And then Destiny 2 as well. Like, I played Destiny 1 briefly for a bit. I don't have all the DLC. I'm missing the very last one. But like, it's um, a lot of things you just got in Destiny 1 is now like hoard out for microtees. Like, even like the what are they the shaders to change your costume color and stuff like that yeah it costs you money now um and even um the participation award things going on with destiny as well right so like if you're in a group with like three people one person could be like a demon and just destroy everything the other two guys can just like you know like pull their puds in a corner and um the guy that did the best could get like the worst shit <laughs> and the other guys are like hey i got our exotic you know and Right just on. sad. No, thanks for coming. That's all the stuff I kind of wanted to cover. I just knew that you would know a little more of the inside scoop of this. Like, I am a filthy casual and like, it, <laughs> and it did feel dirty that I can just log on to like World of Warcraft twice a week and I'm like ahead of some friends that are playing more than I am mm-hmm. or I'm like, if not, I'm right beside guys that are full timers, right? That are in yep. there every night and it just, I feel fine because <laughs> I'm uh-huh. caught up and ready for the next expansion. But mm-hmm. like, it's just, there's something wrong, right? And just, I'm kind of, curious when things are gonna roll around or like quality gaming will happen again right or like yeah. just some a meaningful game right like 
people need to vote with their wallets really, really badly right now. Like, yeah. if you see a pre-order, don't buy it till, like, the day of launch because you're just going to get hosed. Yeah. Live services, remember, it's the long con. Don't fall for it. Microtransactions say no. Um, <laughs> day one DLC is, like, the biggest fuck you you can, like, get, right? It's like... We're paying you for content that you've already paid for. Or sorry, we're making you pay for more the content that you've already got. Or regular edition, platinum edition, yes, gold the, edition. The editions, that should just edition. be like standard edition. It really should be. They hosed me with that with Overwatch. Because I bought mm-hmm. the better one because it came with a mount for Hearthstone and a card back for no, a card back for Hearthstone, a mount for WoW, and like so they're cross marketing these upsells, right? And like mm-hmm. I fell for it once and I hopefully won't do it again yeah um they won't get me on classic unless it's under the same subscription if it's an extra 15 dollars a month mm-hmm. i'm gonna dump normal and go only classic nice but uh, where can people find you um if you want to find me i'm streaming again uh twitch.tv slash shamwise gamji and on twitter i am shamwise gamji right on thanks for coming out and uh letting us go over the stuff good stuff thanks for having me